that's a growler. Welcome back to the Neverending Minute, where we analyze, scrutinize, and history muralized the movie <laughs> The Neverending Story. I'm Thomas Howith. I'm Tierney Steele. I'm Gary Roby. And I have a Troya Cope. Welcome, guys. Thank you, thank you. So glad you could be back on this fantastic Tuesday. Thanks for having us back. Uh, today, we're going to talk about Minute 71 of The Neverending Story, which starts with me recognizing Chiron in the mural. <laughs> Uh, and it ends with Thomas's nightmare mural come to life as the Treyu turns and sees Gamork. Why? Why did the, I mean? I I'll, knew it was coming. I'll talk about something that'll make you happier. I'm ta- it's all, it's not until the end of the minute. It's gonna be okay. Um, yeah. This music, I think, is unlike anything we've gotten so far in the movie. Yeah, this doesn't seem to tie into any of the other themes that we've had, unless there was a. Gamork theme that we missed, maybe? He has his flourish music, (laughs) which we're going to get to. Um, (laughs) But that's kind of his theme. And this is, this is, I think this is the history theme. Mm. That's, I can go with that. (laughs) So this cave is absolutely fantastic. And, or not cave, I guess it's a temple of some sort. Ruins. Ruins, temple, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Is this just like Fantasia's Metropolitan Museum of Art? (laughs) I called this the greatest hits of the movie. <laughs> oh, it, it's kind of fair. So, uh, yeah, you want to tell them what, what murals we see? Sure. And before I start that, one oh. thing I did want to point out is apparently this is a temple or a building that is solely dedicated to Atreyu mm. because there's no pictures of other stuff going on. It's all his adventures. So is this like the... The Atreyu building? No, but maybe Are, it's the Atreyu wing. <laughs> yeah. And he just stumbled into that. The hall, the hall of Atreyu. Are there, are there other wings? Do we get to see, like, the Rockbiter wing somewhere? And I hope so. Fantasia. <laughs> All right, so the first one we come to is him triumphantly riding away after receiving the quest on Artax from the Ivory Tower. There's an odd picture of the Ivory Tower there and him riding around riding away on Artax, which is pretty beautiful. Mm. And then he searches around the building some more, and we get to see him standing on the twig talking to Morla. And he says Morla again, because apparently no one wants to miss their opportunity to say Morla dramatically <gasps> out of, like, with no reason. Morla! Yep, when you see Morla, when one sees Morla, they must say... Morla. More love. <laughs> Bashing has corrupted everyone. <laughs> and then the next thing he's super surprised to see and not very happy about, which I can completely understand. Like, of all the stuff you had to put up here, mm-hmm. did you really have to put up a picture of Artax dying Aww. in the swamp? That's that's, to me, that's the saddest scene in the movie. Like, let's just break our hearts again, though, please. Why, why don't we do that? You know, like, seeing Rockbiter out front... With him crying wasn't enough. No. No, no, we've got to revisit all the pain in our life. Hey, guys, you remember this? This was sad, wasn't it? Hey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just like, yeah, I, didn't, I forgot all about that. Thanks. Huh? <laughs> Do you remember this part of your quest? Wasn't this great? <laughs> so I much fun. Just getting over that. Thanks. Aww. Thanks for that reminder. Gets me right here. 
<laughs> I can gosh, like I said, I mean, going with what we were talking about yesterday, like, first of all, seeing your whole life here on these things would be sad, but then, and I just thought of another thing. It's not his whole life. It's just the quest life. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't choose the quest life. The quest, quest life chose him. him. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> There's our episode title. There you go. Uh, the next uh, mural we come to are boobs. That, that's not what the point of that is. <laughs> and his hands are out like, yes. <laughs> You child. He's trying to touch both sets Uh, at once. Watching this movie, rewatching this movie with my husband. My husband was like, boobs. Now I'm just like, oh my God. Like, really? He's like, well, he's like, they're kind of huge. He was like, and there's two sets of them. Uh He was like, and they even went so far as to like, you know, sculpt the nipples, you know? And he's he's like, I have to acknowledge that there's boobs. Yeah, I'm like. Technically, there are four sets of them. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. Technically, there's four sets of boobs. So there you go. If people learn nothing else from this podcast, some art has boobs. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Or bloobs, as as Ralph would have liked to have said. (laughs) Bloobs. Bloobs. He disowned it. Bloobs. The blue boobs. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so. All the uh, fun and exciting stuff is now gone, mm. sadly. Yes. Oh, no, we have one more. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, and we have one that <laughs> I have a note on. Come on. Okay, so next we have um, some random kid is riding a dog dragon thing. A tree riding Falcor here triumphantly. Yep, and Falcor's neck in the mural is a normal length for a luck dragon. This just happened. He literally just got done writing on him before he Mm. fell and he sees this, which carries us to our next thing. Because if we're just at the last instantaneous of the past, then the next one is our future. Ooh, I like that. I never really like, I didn't think about it like that. Like as he's passing these murals, it's moving forward in time. And so like, this is what is to come. Yeah, this is happening. And you wonder if, if he hadn't run into the Gmork here, would he have seen the rest of the movie? Yeah. <laughs> like, Thomas, no, this do you is want a end. happy note before we talk about your favorite dog, or <laughs> your least favorite animal? One thing, I, I do want to talk about this painting here. The painting, the teeth are ter- much less terrifying than the actual puppet. They're actually straight teeth, the way teeth are supposed to be, and I think that's one of the reasons mm. I hate the Gamora so much is the way his teeth go out, like, sideways. <laughs> well, and- yeah. He needs to go to a dentist. Before he looks at that, Atreyu is so freaked out, he's running from mural to mural, and Atreyu is so amazed that his shirt is falling off. <laughs> and Gal Gadot and I slowly take a munch of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, it is rather uh, disheveled there. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He's coming untucked. Just pointing it out. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to point out one more thing, and that's 12 years old, Tierney. 12 years old. I know, but old. I was four at the time. So, yeah. Um, and then I kind of love that you were pointing out that the Falcor mural was just now now I know these are all old and the future and time and when were these done um as someone who has had to make history projects 
and has written letters and then dyed them in tea to make them look older. Maybe someone's just a really fast worker. That paint, and then you just chisel a couple, uh, couple cracks in it, and run make away it look real like quick. it's actually old. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think Gamork was in here painting these beforehand? Maybe Gamork oh, yeah. has skills that you just know nothing about. Gamork is a very a talented painter. <laughs> he had this all planned out. He's like, he's like, first this kid's gonna come in here. And he, well, we know this can actually be true because he doesn't actually know who Atreyu is. That's but fair. okay. So I just blew my own mind, kind of. <laughs> Check this out. Gamork's been sitting in here, right? Mm-hmm. He's had plenty of time to look at these paintings, whether or not he painted them or not. He's had plenty of time to look at these paintings and to analyze these paintings. He knows that this person came from the Ivory Tower. He knows that he was in the Swamps of Sadness. How does he not recognize that Atreyu <laughs> is the person he's been searching for this entire movie? Mm. He's got pictures of him right in front of him. Hey, is 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 that is that you back there <laughs> on that other picture? Because it looks kind of like you. Is, that, is, is that, that painting you? looks like you, little kid? What? Who are you? <laughs> so the boring answer is that in the book there aren't murals. Well, true. And Gamork is chained up in the town, and Atreyu comes stumbling in after everyone else has left. That's not nearly as fun as my ideas. I know, I know. <laughs> I just, and if you are going to add this, you should have changed that in the, you know, they're copying the conversation from the book, but they're putting it in this context that the book didn't have. And I just don't want Gamork to seem stupid. <laughs> I do want Gamork to be stupid. That's my goal here. <laughs> if I can minimize his terrifyingness at all, I will do so. I think the mural is scarier. Although it doesn't mm. growl. Oh god, that growl. So good. Yeah, this puppy does not want to be your friend. No. no. That's a bad growl. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts on these murals, Victoria? <laughs> well, I think it's funny that you're kind of, that, that you're scared of Gamork. I love Gamork. Um, yes! <laughs> I again that was a big reason why I was really happy to have this scene, because I get to have this scene that's coming up mm-hmm. of, of this big reveal uh, to Atreyu, which is, is which is wonderful, and I love it a lot. So I, I actually like Gamork. I, I feel like there's much scarier cinematic dogs out there. It's grim! <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like, I would say Cujo is much scarier. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's literally a horror movie. Exactly. So I'm, just <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, Cujo, I don't know. Okay. Well, now, you guys are more recently, um, it's been a while since I've read the books or, or looked at the movie. Is there a definition of what the Grim is? There is, isn't there? Um, as Like what it stands there for? It's, it's a, I think it's just like a portender of death. Like, a, I always took it like, um, almost as like a superstition. You know how you see, like, a, like people see like, what what is that called? Like an omen. It's like an omen. It's a death omen. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I thought it was that strong. I just couldn't remember how they worded it in the books and I wanted I was curious how it applied to this. Looking it up. You what? The I'm looking at the book, so I'm looking to see <laughs> if I can find the quote. Oh wow, if oh. you're that quick, I would be very impressed. Uh the Harry Potter wiki it uh, just says, yeah, an omen of death. Uh, a giant spectral dog haunts churchyards. 
It is an omen, the worst omen of death. Okay, that's that, I think that's rather appropriate Based here. Based on a hellhound. <laughs> yeah. Again, appropriate. Wow. <laughs> right, that seems to describe Gamork. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's doing a good job. Yeah, keep going. Known as the bearer of death. It's pretty much what this guy's job was the whole movie. I'm 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 on board. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm into it. It's the Grim. Yeah, Gamora. Well, we've definitely talked about how Fantasia is is a coalescence of all worlds, all fantasy, all dreams, mm. mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. books. So this could very well be a Grim. Heck, maybe even this is where J.K. Rowling got the idea for the Grim. Oh, I I was treating it as a real world thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I mentioned the the teeth changing here, and we do get to finally see my nemesis. <laughs> and you know, there's I don't know how much I want to talk about this minute, but his teeth. Oh, they drive me absolutely nuts. They come out of the side of his mouth like boar tusks or something. <laughs> Like in the in the mural, they're straight and come come down like a normal tooth would. Mm-hmm. There's just something about the sideways tooth that well, really gets to me. Because in the real world, his <laughs> mouth isn't big enough, and now he has the overbite of his fangs. Yeah, don't do that. <sighs> I need I need Brad here. I need I need Doctor Rad, Brad, and all his Ryan friends. <laughs> the mural is crazy, and I. The look on Atreus' face when he turns, another great turn, uh, mm-hmm. really does sell the scariness, like, with the... And, and again, that flourish. You were like, oh, does Gamork have a theme? Of course Gamork has a theme. It plays every time he enters somewhere. Mm. So I do want to look at these mirrors a little closer, step by step, if you guys okay. don't mind. Just some stuff I'm noticing as I'm looking at them. So the first one where Chiron's giving him the Orin, um, do you, what painting style is that? I know it's very reminiscent of like the prima donna and stuff like that with the halo uh-huh. around the Orin. Mm. Yeah, it looks like something not- you'd see in a church. Right. The first and one, but think- the others aren't flat enough. Like those are right. usually th- super flat. Right. Yeah. One thing I noticed in this painting, though, is they took the time to put in the little um, X's of the windows that the uh, night hob was hanging out in. Mm. <laughs> it's in the background, and I was looking yeah. at it first, I was like, why are there fleur-de-lis there? But it's not fleur-de-lis, it's the little window openings. <laughs> and then in the next one, yeah, again, a very stylized uh, ivory tower mm. with, again, that... that ring like the prima donna kind of ring mm-hmm. that um, i'm gonna look now and see if there's something like that in all of them <laughs> but what is he doing with his hand in this picture is he holding the reins up that high it looks yeah like so. it, it's weird because his arm is like behind his head uh-huh <laughs> i'm glad i'm not the only one that sees that at first i thought that was his bow but i was like no he didn't take his bow with him no yeah he wasn't allowed to take weapons so yeah. And I wonder why they didn't go with a white Artax either. No, it's supposed mm. to be a white horse, isn't it? He's brownish. Yeah. Kind of. He looks like like the color of a coffee stain. 
Yeah, but see, that could be yes. because it's old and dirty. You're talking about tea staining those, those yeah. pages, and that's <laughs> kind of what it's like. They tea stain the horse. <laughs> I guess it's better than tea bagging him. Oh my god. <laughs> it's not nice. PG rating! <laughs> as long as there's no explanation involved, you're fine. No, exactly. True. I'm not, I'm not going to talk about what it is. I'm talking about a cup of tea here. Jeez, what, what's wrong with you, Tierney? <laughs> All right, so in the next one, I don't see any circles, but the picture of Morla is much more in-depth, it looks like. Like, the facial features on Morla seem more in-depth than anything else that we've seen so far. Yeah. While the picture of um, Atreyu is kind of minimalized in it. Like, he's almost just like three brush strokes, and that's it. Yeah. There isn't an obvious halo, but when you look at the next mural with Artax, it almost makes a circle around his head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess, I mean, looking closer at these, yeah, it would be hard to say that that's the same kid that's standing in front of you, but... Because it's not super detailed. Yeah, he's drawn much more as an almost adult warrior. He's abstract. He's kind of abstract in every one of the paintings. I guess that kind of answers that question. The painting with Falcor, he's even got like the same shirt and his shirt's open and it's just like, yeah, I I see it as him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) In fact, seeing them standing next to each other, like right next to that painting, yeah, yeah, it's pretty obvious. Mm -hmm. We're just like, uh, did you just step out of this mural? (laughs) (laughs) And of course, he's got. I forgot about the part where he had to go through the super dust cloud as he's walking, <laughs> like more, more just falling building as you go, because mm. you know you're not in enough danger already. <laughs> I like how he pauses and waits for the dust to fall, and then goes through it to go see Falcor. Yeah, he takes a moment. It's like I don't want to rush through this. <laughs> he just coughs that little like when you're trying not to be loud, just like. <laughs> <laughs> And then, wow, I just kind of, I'm going to stop blowing my mind here, but we were talking about all these halos. When we get to the last painting, there is a halo. It's just not a bright one. It's a black halo Mm. around, around Gamort. Just all the, just the darkness around him. Yeah. Yeah. He's back in his little cave. Oh, Tierney, don't go into the birthing cave again. (laughs) I was trying to help make him less. Scary. <laughs> never, never gonna happen, Jenny. Never gonna a happen. Baby. Oh goodness! Do you guys have anything else for this <laughs> wonderful minute? Um, I have a complaint for IMDb of not being able to tell from their cast and crew list who painted these. Ooh. Well, we did talk about the art department some when yes. we were talking and, about and all the all the paintings. Everyone who I'm so. looking at, I'm like, I guess maybe Ernie Kohler did it, but like. It's all people who we've mentioned before. I yeah. scenic illustrator doesn't sound right. That sounds like someone who maybe was doing the bigger, like, sweet. Although that's different than the people who did the map painting. So I don't know. I almost wish, like, if the book had been closer to the movie, it would have been awesome if, like, they just took the artwork from the book. Mm. But we know that didn't happen because, you know, Falcor is different and Atreyu is different and all that. But I think that would have been kind of cool. But it almost kind of makes me wonder if, if this was something along along the storyboard of the movie beforehand mm. that somebody did. Like, oh, hey, you know what would be neat? What if he, like, saw the mural of his lifetime? Let's use these pictures over again. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like, they walked into the storyboard room and they're like, 
how cool would it be if Atreyu walked into a storyboard room of his <laughs> <Yes>. life? <laughs> That's awesome. Perfect. Oh, well, I don't have anything else for this minute. Victoria, do you have anything? Uh, I think I'm good for this minute. Yeah. So far. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm anxious for the actual conversation. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to, I'm expecting to hear a lot more from you in the next couple minutes because yes. I'm probably not going to talk as much. <laughs> I'll let you guys handle this. That'd be great. Um, you, you can do it. I have faith in you. But <laughs> that's, that's another, another story. story. Uh, I know. I totally wrote it down. Sorry, guys. Hold on. You were down on the side lost of me. It. I wasn't ready. I'm like, I can't even look at it. Like, I just have to go by memory. <laughs> I figured you would know. That should be told. That shall be told another time. Wow, something is really different. I'm a growler.